0: to nerds order music we're here with another interview i am metal mayhem and today i am with members from the band antenna what's up guys we're,
1: we're doing good. good yeah how are you yeah. here
0: so tell me a little bit about yourselves and um how you guys formed the band antenna this guy right here
1: yeah um i think it's like 10 years ago um we have we have like a w- we have like a week and what's it I guess upper secondary or whatever you would call it, you were 15? Elementary school? Yeah. Or is that for kids? Is elementary school for kids like seven to 12?
2: What What did
1: you call your school when you were 15 um, or 13? Middle school? Yeah. Middle school. Right. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah. We had a week yeah. in middle school where we, where we could play music. And our music teacher just put together like a group of kids and i was in that group and they told us that we're going to play in a band and that's how it started
2: seriously that's awesome
1: yeah
2: and you were handed a bass guitar or something yeah yeah
1: he he said i i needed to play bass but i didn't want to play bass and he said you look like a bass guy and i (laughs) i just said no i wanted to play guitar instead yeah, and then we, we just, like, continued playing, and then, like, people left and just did other thi- other things, and I just stu- stuck to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. What, what, what made you guys think of the band name Matana? I just browsed Wikipedia, and then I browsed, uh, like, my birthplace, and there's, like, a rocket um a uh, rocket base where they shoot up like weather rockets and one of the weather rockets was named Athena that's how we found the, the band, band name oh, I love that that's great yeah <laughs> just really simple
0: the most random things you can find make like some of the best names I love yeah. it yeah that's great what was your guys's like
1: first big album that you guys made first big album I don't think we've made any like big albums but like the first album that like put us in a direction was Shades of Black won't bring our back
2: yeah
1: yeah true
2: it was like it's it's more pointing towards the sound that we have now Uh, on the album before that there was a totally different lineup I was the bass player I didn't really sing uh and it's more deathcore inspired I guess yeah. and then there was like a switch yeah uh, towards <laughs> what we do now
0: Right. I love how sometimes direction music just changes over a small amount of time like you can go from deathcore to metal and everything in between I love that I love seeing the growth in bands over the over the years it's amazing what would just- you oh, yeah well, what would you describe your song ma- making process as?
1: I I write most of the instrumental parts and then I'll just send like midi drums to our drummer and he just programs it like the way he wants to play it. And then me and Jacob uh, like write together. Sometimes he writes all the lyrics and sometimes I write all the lyrics like and we just talk a lot then trying to like make lyrics. Yeah. But everything kind of comes from
2: Webern's head, like he's the main songwriter and me and Frederick
1: and Rick, we just try to help him when he yeah. needs it. Yeah, like they put like their style to it to make it sound more like a band, not just like a one man project. Like if, if our bassist was to play something else, he plays something else. And if our drummer wants to play something else, yeah.
2: yeah. Just, and I'm
1: yeah. given a lot of liberty with
2: how I want to do my vocals, which is great uh yeah yeah we're actually like we were just recording vocals before this so you're kind of looking at the process right now <laughs> oh nice that's that's awesome
0: i love it yeah. that's great speaking about one of the well, speaking about the song making process what was the process behind death is all i think about
1: I have to think that's two or three years ago yeah now? i think we talked a lot yeah about the song and we wanted to like make a really depressive song <laughs> just like really depressive and we wanted to have like a chorus that was like more more happy sounding mm. and uh, we have uh, we have like an ice truck an ice cream truck in norway that has like a, a melody that everybody knows and we just kind of stole that Melody and just switch around to it, so it's like an ice cream truck melody that everyone remembers from when they were kids. <laughs> so that that's is, like the chorus.
2: Yeah. It's it's tweaked, so it's always yeah. different, but it kind of comes from there, yeah. Like yeah, it.
0: that's great. So that's no wonder I hit it, no wonder I hit on it so many times. It just hits flashbacks a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. The lyrics with that were really deep, and I loved it honestly like I showed some of my friends who have never listened to metal in their lives and they're like holy shit we've been missing out I'm like yeah because metal music to me is a way of venting out emotion and pain that's why I love music like yours it really helped me out through a lot of hard times and that's a big reason why I got into you guys when I first heard that track I'm like I can actually relate this is wonderful
2: Uh, thank you that means a lot we appreciate it we're it's not used like like
1: that. It's yeah, really we're good. not like used to know like hearing about it because like we're here up in Norway, yeah. and we're like kind of isolated. But like we we see that a lot of people from like America seems to like it really much. So it's really cool to like see the comments and like hear from people on the internet. Hmm. Yeah, awesome. so that means a lot to us. It does. Yeah yeah
0: because if, music like that that's why i love metal it's all pure emotion that's one of the reasons why i got into metal in the first place is because of that factor and being able to see that in the music is is beautiful it's just simply beautiful
2: it's a it's a great outlet for us too like, yeah that's probably what got us onto the performance side of it
0: yeah. Yeah. what was your biggest inspirations for getting into metal
2: I think you have the most straightforward answers.
1: Like for me, it was just Rammstein, really. And I saw, I was at like a road trip with my parents, and we stayed um, uh, at this cabin and they had like they were I think they were sleeping but I was watching TV so I had to like have the noise down and then I saw like a live performance from Kiss and I thought that looked really cool and I wanted to do that but I didn't know what Kiss sounded like because I, I thought it had like a sound from like Cannibal Corpse so when I like heard them later I was kind of disappointed but afterwards when I like found out about Rammstein and Cradle of Hilf and all that that's when I got into metal that's great yeah. honestly being exposed to it at a young age is wonderful like i was always
0: exposed to it when i was a kid like a lot of the mainstream stuff like ozzy and stuff like that and then once metal really helped me through depression i started getting more into underground and that's how i explored well that's how i discovered you guys and a lot of other groups i've been constantly listening to yeah and honestly, I'm, gl- I'm glad i did because some of the best stuff i found is in the underground community not
1: mainstream yeah that's true that makes sense yeah
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, more I, don't if, into it, yeah. I don't know if J- like Jacob is into a lot of metal. Aren't you like more of a punk or
2: yeah? I don't
1: hardcore. Or-
2: yeah. Um. I come from like a more classic. Yeah. Like I've played guitar for years, and I come from a more classic rock background, and it just evolved from there. Uh. I obviously like metal, but like I never got Slipknot, for instance, when I was a kid. Like. He and the rest of the band are huge
1: Slipknot fans. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of why he doesn't growl. It's <laughs> <That's crazy laughs> so <that's cool>. great. Yeah, <laughs> but like the, the switch for me, like I've
2: obviously like metal stuff in regards to riffs and stuff before when we grew up, like we were in middle school around like Wolf well, for my Valentine era, yeah. like 2009, whatever. But like the switch for me was Architects, like around 2012, 2012 when they got like like in the sweet spot between. Daybreak. Yeah, Daybreaker, yeah. like, yeah, the sweet spot between the inaccessible early stuff and the more popular stuff afterwards, like, that really hit a nerve with me, yeah. which is why I'm tr- trying to do that stuff, even though, yeah, nobody can be him, etc. I get that. Honestly, yeah. I used to grow up a lot of punk rock
0: myself and classic rock, like, I used to listen yeah. to all that, like, Van Halen, stuff like that, I was yeah. always playing that myself, so I can really get where coming from with that. Yeah. It's where, where in the world are you from um like, united states i'm in a rather smaller okay. state in the place though I, I live in Connecticut. it's like one of the tinier states yeah, yeah. So, what, do, what do
1: you say Co- connecticut I connecticut
0: know. yeah that's yeah. east coast right mm-hmm. east coast yeah cool and then my partner who i work with fraser he runs moonlight promotions he's all the way up in the uk so we just do everything digitally
1: all right yeah, ah, yeah. cool i thought you were from the uk
0: yeah, so many people say that. They go, Are you from the UK because a phrase here? I'm like, no, I'm from the US. <laughs> like you are probably the tenth band to say that. I'm over here like it doesn't surprise me though, because he's from the UK and I'm from the US. It doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. It's, it's funny as hell. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love it though. Like honestly, I can switch between metal and classic rock immediately. Like I do get that part of it though. I go through all genres, so. It's great It's related. It. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it is. Especially with the rock and metal genre, a lot of it's all related. Especially when you look at the higher part of things, like, um, like the festivals and crap like that.
2: And there's like, in our music, there's a ton of influence from other stuff as yeah. well, of course. Yeah. I love that. Soundscape stuff. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Who would you guys really
0: love to collaborate with one of these days, if you ever had the opportunity?
2: Uh, i mean we're we we've done a couple of vocal vocalist collaborations like brought on features and stuff because it's only one vocalist band now and that's always a fun flavor so we were just talking about some norwegian rappers
1: that would be interesting to have that only do that yeah it would be cool to like collaborate with things that isn't metal yeah because it's it's fun to do something different and yeah make it fit more diversity i love it yeah yeah, that's
0: great
1: yeah we really like or i really like like mainstream like rap and like things like suicide boys that kind of dark yeah i've heard of them yeah that sort of music and we would be cool to like work with like music that sounds like that because we don't we don't do that music so it's cool to like incorporate and put stuff together I think Ghostman does this a lot now yeah I've heard really about really him as like, well yeah so that would be really cool yeah like different stuff that's weird everything that's weird <laughs> Yeah, that's great though like the more diverse you get the more
0: noticeable you'll get because I've been doing that a lot I've been talking to a lot of different bands and diversity is like the big thing for them if mm. the more diverse the better really yeah,
2: this a good way to like grow, like make making sure it's not it, it doesn't get stagnant to play in this band. There's always something
1: new happening. Yeah, like the only thing we do is like record music because there's not much other stuff going on for us here in Norway. Because yeah, as I said, we're pretty isolated yeah. like from the metalcore world, so we just have fun with writing music more than like thinking about touring or playing shows because there's not like a lot of that yeah sort of scene here yeah how has it been making
0: music during the pandemic like how's that been going for you guys
2: we haven't really noticed any difference no (laughs) our lives yeah, yeah, our lives pre and post are and during are just yeah. exactly the same.
1: We only wear face masks,
2: but that's kind of it. Yeah, like it's... You, you'd wear a face mask on the on the metro to get here. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah.
2: That's it.
1: But yeah. other than that, like I don't notice anything different. Like we can't play any shows. That's the only thing. Like if I if I weren't playing in a band, I wouldn't think so much about it. <laughs> to be honest. But but
2: we've had this like workflow that is normal now with you working on stuff at home on your computer yeah. for the entire band's career so yeah it's like there there is no difference we've never jammed out songs that's uh yeah yeah so we we had a head start i guess
1: yeah yeah
2: oh, nice i mean hey at least you
0: know it's like locked down like everyone else like my state right now everyone's locked down so like i've been inside for a while i hate oh, it that sucks.
1: we have yeah. uh, we have been having a week here yeah on lockdown but that's it and we're back to normal today yeah and we yeah. we both have day jobs and like uh, really
2: exposed fields so we haven't been to like we've still had to go to work even though there's been a lockdown yeah because of our jobs so. makes sense i mean honestly
0: everyone's busy with their stuff and then this made it a lot worse for a lot of people i mean but yeah. there is a good thing about the whole thing too because it does give musicians more time to do their stuff which i think is great
2: yeah. So, if, so if gonna, you're, yeah, well, uh, you will ha- still have to be inspired though. Like, I would get that, and that might kill your inspiration if you just have to sit inside. But, uh, it is a good thing with the extra time, of course.
1: Yeah, I was trying to write music like when everything started, but I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to play video games instead. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah. I think mm. everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm either playing games or blasting music from my speakers, one or the other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes both of my friends are like, turn it down. I'm like, fuck you. But <laughs> man, it's, it's great, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a great time to be experiencing a pandemic with all the... Yeah. yeah all Video the, games. Yeah, all the media yeah. and gadgets and stuff. Mm. And then with
0: yeah. the whole lockdown thing going on, I started up this project, and I'm just like, I want to do something productive, and now I just yeah. do this. Which I think It's fun. It's great. It's a, it's a privilege in itself really, talking to bands like this. I think that's wonderful.
1: Yeah.
2: We appreciate
0: it. I'm glad. And that makes it all the worthwhile to me. Great. Yeah. Let's, let's see, my next question. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so off today. No, it's fine. Let's see, my next question will be, what was the best advice ever given to you guys when entering the music industry?
2: I don't think
1: oh, we've fun. got gotten any advice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm struggling to like reduce, mm. do, I don't know. I guess doing stuff ourselves, but that's kind of yeah. come from ourselves.
1: Like that's our advice Im- to us. Adapt, improvise, or something. overcome.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's still advice, still counts. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're still waiting for uh, an advice because like, even though we've been playing for like 10 years, we still feel like pretty, uh, not, I don't know the English word. Like, I know there's like a lot of bands that have started like two or three years ago and are doing it pretty great. And we still feel like we're kind of new to this.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Honestly, everyone, uh, starts, everyone starts at their own pace. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and we we'll, we've also done a lot of
2: stuff on our own. Yeah, like uh, been quite independent. So yeah.
1: like the distance to... Yeah. So it kind of feels like we're alone all the time yeah. <laughs> in a weird way because like the only tours we've been doing has been like self booked, and then we go to like like there is no places that want want to have like metal here in Norway. Like it's beginning to like like metalcore. Like we we're, we're beginning to do like. Decent and good shows are in Norway. And it took us like 10 years to build that. And like the only countries that want to have like a metric or is like Poland, Czechoslovakia, and not, not, not Czechoslovakia, but Czech Republic yeah. and Slovakia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Eastern Europe. Yeah, and same it's here. Sorry. I
0: mean, it's kind of, lonely.
1: It's kind of lo- lonely because we like the only place we play is like in cellars in front of like 10 people, but yeah that's what we get for very cool 10 people of course like it's a good time yeah yeah as long as you're having fun yeah that's the yeah i think we're having fun because we've been doing it for 10 years (laughs) so yeah yeah metal's Mm -hmm. pretty big
0: here so i do see a lot of metal shows every so often well before covid like a lot of
2: bands come here to do metal it's great yeah, how would you describe the metal scene there though? Is there a lot of metalcore or is it Oh yeah, quite a bit. Yeah.
0: And there's yeah. like maybe 100 plus people per show and then there's a big festival oh, that cool. hits every year called Warp Tour where it's like 50 bands all day with like thousands yeah. of, like thousands and thousands of people going to check it all out.
1: Like yeah, new we bands, really... old bands, it's all, it's like free for all. Yeah. We really want to go to like America That's like I think that's like the biggest goal I think. And that it kind of explains why most people that listen to us is from uh, like the United States, because like we get we get inspired by like real we like many bands from there. Hmm. Yeah, so we would, would be really cool to go there and see how it's like. Like the the metal scene here,
2: it's a bit more conservative in ways. Like everyone's a nice guy personally, but. Uh, there's a lot of like kind of strict norms as to what you you should do and not. Yeah. Uh, in regards to get an audience, like it's more towards hardcore
1: and black metal and just music without screaming. Yeah. Like if you if you if you if you have amps and cabinets on stage, I think you're kind of safe. But if yeah. you have like axe and eight strings and play breakdowns and and uh, like a bucket hat um, and that's no, a no-go hair. Oh, we love that here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See,
2: that's why we want to get over there, right?
0: Yeah. I can definitely see that. Like, there, like every summer, there's this big tour they do, like I mentioned earlier, with like all the bands and the one who runs it, well, he's coming out of retirement after COVID's over. He lets anyone perform. Like, as long as you apply and you have music, he lets you play. That's how it's always been since the 90s.
2: Wow, sounds good. Yep.
0: And it's you know, a big place for a lot of metalheads. That's how I got introduced to metal is when I first went there. Like, I, I always grew up with it, yes, but my first like big exposure was that festival. And that's yeah. just like all day, like ten a.m. to nine p.m. It hits like all the states. It's amazing. They, they hit everywhere.
1: Like ten in the morning.
0: Yep. That's when everyone starts getting set up, and then the doors open at noon or eleven to noon. The doors open up, and then the festival runs until sometimes nine p.m. And they hit yeah. almost every state in the country.
1: We're cool to play like at 10 a.m.
2: <laughs>
0: well, there's four different stages divided among the bands, so they all play different times. It's yeah. all organized pretty well. see. Yeah, it's a crazy festival. I went three times and I came back with a Mohawk the next time. <laughs> it was great. Like, you see, if a lot of people do the old style Mohawks, we're like all black. It's great.
1: Hmm.
0: It's like one of those really big festivals that is just a nice like, street to go to, really, because you get exposed to so much music and. The thing, the thing I love about metal the most is you don't have to, like, hide who you are when you listen to that. You can be yourself, which is amazing.
2: That's true.
0: That's a big thing I, I got from metal. And those festivals are no exception. Like, everyone's being their wacky ass self when they go there. No one's hiding from themselves. It's amazing. I wonder if you could
1: do it here in Norway. Like, if... That, when it comes to, like, the metal scene here. Because if, if you... If you have, like, a leather jacket and all that, and go, go into the metal bars, then you're kind of okay. But if you don't, or, like, look like a rapper, I don't think you get well received there. Yeah, yeah. there's
2: there's some strict social norms yeah. in this country. Like, uh, it doesn't hinder you from living a yeah. free life. Like, people are going to look at you weird. Yeah.
1: Now, you don't get like mobbed or attacked, I but... <laughs> like I said, everybody's yeah. nice. It's just... like I think a lot of people here are... we're we're yeah. judgmental people. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, hey, everyone's a bit judgmental sometimes. That's just human. That's just, that's just human nature. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We don't. Yeah. We get we get that sometimes here. Like for metalheads, we usually get that from everyone else. But it's like I'm just one of the guys who just doesn't give a give a, give a fuck. Like I don't care. Like yeah. judge me how you want. I don't. I really don't. I could care less. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's good.
0: Yeah, that's just everyone's opinion. That's, that's how I look at metal. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so bad." I'm like, read the lyrics, and you will definitely think differently. Like I showed my friend. I played my my friend the song. You guys did. That's all. That is all I think about. He yeah. was like, "What is this?" I show. Like, he goes, "I can't understand it." I show him the lyrics. I pull up all the lyrics. He goes, "I was wrong." I'm like, "Exactly." Now he listened to that entire album. He loves it. Cool. <laughs>
2: that's great
0: i got so, so many of my friends into metal they always ask me for new stuff like what's the? i need to get new, new music i show them a lot of your stuff and everything else and they're like this is why we come to you
2: it's hilarious we're, uh, we're apparently a good soundtrack to working out that's when we get a lot of... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. lot of people are working out to our music we like to lift and stuff yeah <laughs> which is yeah sure cool
0: the best thing about the music, I like. I showed them for like that's all I think about. For example, a lot of music, to vent out their emotions, and it really helps them out. Like they've all improved their lives because of it. I it's agree. Great. It's wonderful seeing that.
1: Yeah, but do you hear that we're not from, like that we don't speak English? Yeah, they like know in, that. The yeah.
0: Do you hear, <laughs> do you hear like it like It's amazing that they things? still do that. I'm like exactly. Like they put a lot of hard work into it, and they they just love it.
2: Yeah, but can can they tell? A little bit, enough. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, some yeah. some parts of the song they can tell, others they can't. But yeah. I was uh, I was in Canada once, and I asked the guy on the bus stop uh, where I was from, and this was in Ontario. And he, to be nice, he just guessed one of the easternmost provinces out by the sea, where they speak all different <laughs> and stuff, where they sound kind of French. That was nice of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered about it, like if we sound really foreign yeah, like, you know, to English-talking people.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, bit. we probably
1: do now. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's cool. So.
0: It, it, it is. I love it. Like, I love seeing people from other countries make metal. Like It's all different perspectives, and I love that. Because you got American metal, which is eh, sometimes it's all right, depending on the artist. When you look at when you really look at other countries like Brazil, Norway, Netherlands, that's where like a lot of the good stuff is, in my opinion. Like most of the music I listen to is not even made in my country.
1: It's a global thing, so yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's sort it's of some, the same here. Yeah. 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 Since we're almost hitting that thirty-minute mark, I'm gonna wrap things up. What is the biggest step for
1: you guys? Like, what's next for Atena? We we're trying to get like a booking agency because we, we like really want to play more shows and like, yeah, perform. Yeah. And we think we're kind of ready to like to do that now. And that's like the main goal. We just really want to play more and travel on and like meet other bands that play the music we play. It's- just try to fit in basically. That's like the plan. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And from everything I've seen so far, I
0: definitely see that working out. Like yeah, I really do. Cool. I really do see that happening. And that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's uh, that's all we want. Really. All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you everyone for watching. This has been another Nerds Order interview. Everyone have an amazing day. Bye. 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 <laughs>